Oh. Oh, no, Joe. I don't have my coin in my pocket. Do you have a coin? Uh, I mean, I've got dice. So I can go get a coin. Roll, roll, roll dice. If it's, roll a four-sided dice or a six-sided dice. If it's even, we go Kurt. If it's odd, we go Mike. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. It is a one. That would be odd, so we go Mike. All right, here we go. Get ready to laugh out loud with Wise and Nerdy, the show hosted by two hilarious dads who are bringing their unique blend of wisdom and nerdiness to the airports. From sharing hilarious anecdotes about their own experience to giving advice on navigating the ups and downs of life, these two dads have got you covered. That's covered. They're also obsessed with all things nerdy, from comic books and sci-fi movies to video and board games. So whether you're a fellow dad, a pop culture fanatic, or just in need of a good laugh, tune in to Wise and Nerdy. Join in the fun. Oh yeah, everybody. And your favorite daddies of all time are back in the saddle again. I've uh, got Joe, Embrace the Underscore Art over there. Uh, and you know, Joe, I actually reached out to Kurt, uh, and Mike, I, it's just been really, really busy, but I reached out to Kurt and said, Hey, I need you to re-record that, <laughs> that ending. Cause I gave you the wrong thing. And he said, no problem. And I still keep forgetting to send it to him. You know, quoted fingers forgetting. Yeah. But now nah, I'm actually forgetting. So it's going to have the wrong outro today. And I told him we got some new stuff, but Kurt is on board and Kurt, man, Kurt is losing a lot of weight. You need to follow him over on, um, Twitch.tv slash VO by Kurt. And he's doing, uh, every day he's doing an update on his weight loss and he's doing really, really, really well with it. I forgot to get some stream beats for our break. So I may have to Ooh. find that during the actual break once we get there. Uh, Cause I thought I downloaded stuff last week and I'm not seeing any signs of it right now. But Joe, maybe I found some signs right there. Who knows? Uh, Joe. Yes. I've got. A question for you now you know we we talked about uh you know how you might get replaced by ai which you know we can talk about that we can talk about <laughs> some things that you can do to because i'd like to see you do some ai notes because your prompts would be different than my prompts um but uh uh last week as i was editing the show right yeah editing the show and, and now the ai does the show notes so you know did that and did the show art and you just got nothing to do on that part anymore, but you could. Well, we can talk about how what part you want to take on there. I went ahead and posted a question of the week for our people over on Patreon. Not Patreon, I'm sorry, on Spotify. On Spotify. On Spotify. So uh and you had an answer. And I got an answer. And, and you know what? So we can actually go ahead and start maybe picking at the end of the show for well, I don't know. We wrap it up in such a badly unique way. I digress. So we do have an answer. What? I don't know why I said what. What is the question of the week, Joe? Hey, don't we have? Don't we have somebody What's to ask us that up? question? Pull the lever, Kronk. It's the question of the week. Ah, pull the lever, Kronk. We need somebody <laughs> to record that for us. How to do that? Do you ever talk to yourself when and what do you say? Uh, so I definitely have inner monologues um but as far as talking myself out loud not usually i mean i guess sometimes um especially when uh 
my boss is being a jerk and I double check that I'm on mute <laughs> and I, I say, I say the quiet part out loud. Uh, cause it's, it's very therapeutic in that regard. Uh, calling him an idiot and other words that I, I wouldn't say, well, I mean, we we're working from home, so it's not really to his face, but same diff. We need, to, we need to get an update him. on that situation soon. Maybe in the next episode. Oh, uh, yeah, actually. But not now. That's not the question. No. Maybe maybe I'll put that for personal story time. Well, okay. Well, oh, oh, oh. a little behind baseball. There, there we're recording. Been, there has been. Oh, a, okay. Uh, yep. I like yep. it. Either way you want to do. A little behind baseball for everybody listening to the podcast. We Right now, as we're getting really built up, we're recording two episodes a night. One live on twitch.tv slash wise underscore n underscore nerdy. And you can check us out, or just if that's too hard to remember, just get on Twitch and type in wise and nerdy, but with underscores, and you'll make it. And I mean, if you can search it, you can type it. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> Clean your room. I got it from you, Dad. Um, so, uh, but we, we're we building up some bank shows. So if you want yeah, to do it now, well, and we knew the other miss- topic later, or vice versa, it's okay. Yeah, because we're definitely going to miss some weeks uh, where we can't live stream, but we still want to put out an episode that week. And so, like Charles said, we're building up the bank so that we don't we don't miss a release. So, but anyway, you never want to miss a release. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So bad. Based on on how you you took that, you took it. a different way. Do I, I ever talk to myself? I do, Joe. Let's get it back when, on, on track. So at, real quick, let me just explain what I thought when I said release is every six that weeks or every six months, every six months, we have a, a software release that we implement at work. Okay. So that's, that's where my, my mind went with release. Cause we call it the release. Hey daddy. Whatever it takes to get you through the day. I'm with you. It's all right. Uh, oh, man. So, honestly, yeah, man. Uh, I talk to myself all the time. All the time. Not only do I have a constant inner monologue, which I think is why I loved uh, something like Doogie Howser, uh, MD, back in the day, and um, Wonder Years, and How I Met Your Mother, is, is I like kind of that overlay monologue because I'm always – Always got something going on in my brain. It it just is never quiet ever. I I know I, I'm pretty sure I have some ADD there, and the only real quirk I have from that is I mean every once in a while I'll click and make sounds. It's not you know not like the Tourette's or anything, but just every once in a while I just make a sound and, and most people don't even notice it. But I've noticed in the last couple of years, especially when I get tired or stressed, that inner monologue mid sentence. With somebody or nobody around, will just come out. I'll be thinking something and uh, ain't got nothing on me. And then I'll catch I'm like, why did I say that out loud? But also, if I'm working on something or trying to remember, you, you know how you'll log into a site nowadays and it'll send you a code? Well, I don't like trying to go back and forth to it. If I read the numbers up to about nine to 12 numbers, if I read them out loud, I can turn around within a minute of time, turn around to the next tab, type them out. Well, it, oh, and it feels weird to me to think that estimates are that 30 to 50% of people don't have inner monologues. That is interesting. Does that go along with the, the imagination? 
Like some people cannot imagine, like picture a dog. So I found out uh, yep. about a few months ago, my daughter, now it's a kid. I kind of automatically default to, not that they're liars, but like, come on, you don't know what you're talking about. Kind of <laughs> thing. But yeah, she says that she can't picture a dog. She can't be like, hey, picture a red balloon. She says she has nothing. So does that, you think those oh, tie together really? or what? Maybe it, it definitely could be. Uh, Cause I, sometimes I have these weird introspective things like, uh, especially, and I've thought about stuff like this my whole life, but especially after I got, I got COVID a year and a half ago. Thrice. Um, and my taste buds completely shifted. You know, I talked about that on Pokemon Go podcast, uh, but my taste buds completely shifted. And what I was tasting was not what I had tasted before. And so um, it made me think that maybe, maybe that's, more generic than people think the way that your mind processes stimuli could be completely different from how someone else processes stimuli. Sure. Yeah. Look, look at even um, people who are colorblind, they process different, uh, they process colors differently than what most people process. Um, And I've even gone as far as to think to myself, what if everyone has the, the same favorite color ish, based on how your brain perceives it. So what I perceive as say orange, you perceive as what your, your brain sees the sees red, for instance, but you've been told that's orange. So you call it orange. You know what I mean? Like, and so it, it, the way that's, that's a bit, that's a bit deep, deep thought and everything like that. But perception is, (laughs) perception is, is, is a weird is a weird thing. And people perceive the world in a very different way. Um, and it's yeah, that whole just what craps, it is. I, mean, I really just thought it is ridiculous. Uh, the, of that whole argument is just blues. It is it gold. Is it whatever? I was like, stop. Oh yeah. The dress, just the stop. black and blue versus white and gold. Right. But, uh, there is a thing about, you know, how your perception affects reality. And I've been following this channel on TikTok of cool. I think it's called cool science or something like that, where they, they share different cool things, different things around science are doing. And there's this great, it's in somebody's garage. I don't know how they made it, but it's a, it's kind of like this astronaut suit and the way they line the metal and polish the metal you can kind of tell it's there, but in that way that when somebody goes invisible in a video game, it's kind of that shimmery outline. You can tell that they're there. It's real life, though. They did it because as they come around, you can easily see as the perspective changes, you can see more edges. Then you get on the side and it disappears again because it's all mirror polished. So it's just one solid mirror, even though there's actually layers to it. And then you see it change again. So there's there's some perception and stuff there. Well, I mean, I got to wonder along these lines of, of do you talk out loud to yourself? Um, I mean, honestly, I do. I talk out loud to myself all the time, but I got to wonder if the people who don't have the inner monologue and don't talk it out loud, how boring is your life? <laughs> well, and I, I actually had a, a kid that I went to middle school and high school with that he was constantly muttering to himself under his breath. Well, I think um, that might be slightly different, but maybe not. Well, yeah, maybe yeah, no, it not. Is- he he definitely had I don't know what his diagnosis was, but he definitely had um some kind of of mental issue. Cause I heard stories about when he was in elementary school and he yeah. he'd throw desks at people he didn't like or um he'd run around and, and just 
pants himself and that's just yeah, he, Phil he on a just, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, but but it was just I. I'm not going to lie. At the time, I went out of my way to uh, be nice to him, not necessarily because I'm a nice person. I, I do consider myself a nice person, but not because of that. My my reasoning was I could totally see him um, causing violence at the school or threatening violence at the school. And I thought to myself, if I'm nice to him, maybe he'll remember that if he does you know? go that route. <laughs> I've, I have made that joke to somebody before that was a little unhinged. I was like, hey, man, thanks a lot. So, yeah, you remember when you climbed up in that bell tower. You remember I was nice to you, buddy. <laughs> uh, it doesn't always land, depending on the audience. But, yeah. Um, and, and you know what? Honestly, I've sort of taught my kids, too. It's not necessarily you don't be nice because you don't want violence to come upon you. But it's always pays to be nice. Always pays to be nice and kind and good. And that we've even said, you know, in reality, there are some troubled kids out there. They've got chemical imbalances. They've been bullied all their lives. There's reasons they have issues, but that notwithstanding, there are kids with issues out there. And it's like, look, if you're nice to them, you, you never know. And one, you may change their life for the better by being nice to them. But two, you may just avoid, yeah, you may get that little heads up text, don't come to school tomorrow kind of, th- I mean, hopefully you'll never live in that world, but that is yeah. a world we live in right now. Well, and and I had heard stories of, um, I mean, this is going to go a little bit dark, but from Columbine, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I remember hearing stories where they they saw somebody who had been nice to them and let them run past. I heard that too. I mean, there's no way to verify or, or, or disprove it, but I can believe it. I mean, I could, cause I could leave the possibilities of understanding some of the trauma that goes into that kind of thing. Um, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, when, okay. So for the win of talking out loud, it is just random times or when I'm working on something. Uh, honestly, I, I don't know if I just like the sound of my own voice or if I just <laughs> like that human contact, even if that contacts myself, but everyone's, especially after a long day of being alone, working in this office, when I work just on stuff, um, I will find myself talking to myself on, you know, on purpose. It's not like, oh crap, I'm talking, you know, but I'll definitely say so. Do you have any specific well, time that you do it? Well, and sometimes real quick, just real, sometimes saying th- something out loud helps solidify your own thoughts when you're, you're thinking something through. Um, and, and sometimes people need to say it to somebody to help them. But, but I could imagine people um, saying it out loud to help solidify their thoughts as well and think things through that way. Um, but there's a lot of times where I'm working on some kind of a strategy, whether it be in, in a video game or I'm thinking, I used to think a lot about strategy um, for board games and um, TCGs and stuff like that. And I would say to myself, like I, I would say it out loud, just under my breath. Okay. Let's think it through. And that's all I would say, but then I would internal monologue the rest of it. Um, but yeah, when, when I'm trying to process something or think of something and usually at least in that regards, when it's strategy, I'm trying to think outside the box um, and not go with whatever, someone else is doing or whatever someone else considers like the meta of, of it. So like, for instance, I used to um, play the Yu-Gi-Oh TCG quite a bit in the early two thousands. And 
Um, I, I definitely did not go with what people considered meta. I, me and my older brother, we thought very differently than other people. And, um, it, our, our thought processes, uh, often caught people off guard, not to say we, we won a whole lot, but it was, it was fun to catch people off guard with our strategies. So all right. Anyway, long, long story short, when I'm trying to think something through logically, uh, especially if it's outside of the box of the normal thinking, yeah, I, Oh, I sometimes talk, you know, I've told, I've actually done it room full of people and I'll start. I think that I'm not, I know I'm not whispering, but I think that I'm talking pretty low and I mean, if something's going wrong, either with what I'm working on or some tech, especially tech, I'll start, you know, saying bleepity bleep words, but quietly, like, you stupid, <laughs> stupid, you know, or like, no, you stop. I, I was really, no, you stop it. You stop. And somebody in the office like, why are you talking to me? Like, no, stay on my conversation. And they, there's like, are you on the phone? No, I said, stay on my conversation. Um, so yeah, it's, it's when things go wrong and I really like, uh, setting up a gig or show, like say Dragon Con or my, my regular Sunday gig with Metron. If something's not working, I, it's almost like I have to run my mouth to keep my mind focused. Cause I'd be like, just stupid piece of crap. is. I mean, just a steady stream of random <laughs> slurs against the things that's going on. You know, negative phrases, not slurs, slurs is the wrong thing. Uh, negative phrases. Um, and it, yeah, it was, it was, it's a thing. So we did actually, actually have a response over on our Spotify. Uh, so if you listen to this podcast through Spotify, the, you know, Spotify.com or the player, web player, your app, whatever, uh, you can answer. And Simon Allgrove says, I talk to myself all the time. And I usually say, I love Charles and Joe so much and I'll listen to them regardless, but I really wish they would talk about Pokemon Go again. Four, four X's. I guess that's a bunch of kisses. I don't know. Uh, that's oh, oh, you know what? I know what the four X's are. That's how many dead, dirty hippie EVs he gave us. So Ooh. since he offered up that sacrifice, uh, I can say that I'm not opposed to, you know, in the, the can you dig it section or in the nerding out section, kind of discussing some of it again. I, I, it has integrated itself. Not, I don't play still. I mean, I still, you yeah, haven't reloaded it, but even today, I called up somebody and just to mess with a little bit. I was like, how you doing, Pump Kaboo? And like, what are you talking about? I was like, don't worry about it. Um, so it's in- integrated itself into my life. So what I've had some people notice recently, the the dirty hippie Evie loves you, Charles sticker on my laptop. And like, and of course, they, they, they've seen me like, what is that? So like, well, for six years, I hosted a podcast about Pokemon Go. And I hate these flower crown Evies and call them dirty hippie Evies. Well, why do you have a sticker on it? Because a fan made that specifically <laughs> for me and added the dreads and everything and put my name in it. And that's the best way to get me to do anything is to create something special for me and put my name on it. And boom, there's a sticker. And I thought it was very creative. And so like, Oh, that was nice. I'm like, get out of here. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yes, yeah, Simon, I don't know why I said it that way. Like he's in trouble. Simon, get over here. Uh, but yeah, we, I'm, I'm, you're still playing. Yes, Joseph. Uh, off and on, not nearly as much as I was. I think it'd be decent in the nerding out section every so often. You know, maybe you every other show or whatever you feel froggy doing. Let's bring it back up for the people who who still have followed us over and still enjoy it, and and maybe hit on some news like we've heard about or, or whatever. Uh, here's something side side loaded with this. Simon is I uh, heard somebody talking about um, Peridot the other day. The the video game. 
And I was like, oh yeah, that was something that they're working on. And, and they're talking about it. And this is a paradox. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. It's, Kurt, Kurt made an account. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's him that mentioned it. I think it was daily technician. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Well, well, Kurt did make an account. He said so okay. in our discord. Gotcha. Cool. Um, uh, so I was like, oh, I'll kind of look at it. And, uh, I pulled it up on iOS and the first three screenshots, the third one says, take your pet for a walk in the wild daily. Like, nope. Pass. So <laughs> I still haven't loaded up other games from Niantic. Is that that's that doesn't, that's not good enough, is it? Yeah. Sorry, Simon. Nope. nope. Maybe maybe hey, maybe we get Kurt to record us. Simon says, and when I play that, you have to talk about one thing Pokemon Go related. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the lever cronk. <laughs> I see I do love that. Yeah, you know, we may just clip uh, we, we may just borrow that clip from the internet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Roll that dice. All righty. We have a four. Oh, all right. All right. Did I mention we have 45 pages of sound bites? <laughs> I, I really, you know what I, I do need you to do? You know, the number changes every week. Okay. Last week it said the same, but from now on, it's absolutely going to be <laughs> changing every week just because <laughs> that makes me laugh. I really do have to... Uh, Get the oh, that's right. I'm looking for the act. The name we change it to not. Well, okay. This is what I need to find. What do you love? <laughs> what do you love? Uh, we it. Can you dig it? And uh, that's a question of something you love or hate. Uh, but what, what, finish my thought because I hate when I don't finish thoughts. Is I really do need a printed card in front of me that has page one, here's the sound bites, page two, so I can just go, oh, did you find it real quick? <laughs> and I'll get that made. Uh, what do you love? Does tie into our nerding out section later. Pre-orders. Pre-ordering games. Can you dig it, Joseph? Pre-ordering games. First two, it's a two-part, it's a five-part question, sir. Uh, first part, it's actually two parts. One, do you pre-order games? And we'll discuss. But two, the trinket slash freebies that come with it, how does that sway you? Uh, so I pre-ordered Tears of the Kingdom, but I didn't get any freebies as far as I know. Where'd you pre-order from? Amazon. Why? Uh, just because. Okay. No, I, don't uh, know. <laughs> I see. The reason I ask is I also pre-ordered Tears of the Kingdom. And okay, side note, screw you, you, the demon fillery, because you're not going to catch me slipping. He came up on me like I was some punk, like I don't know that I'm from the streets of Hyrule. Come on, man. He's like, <laughs> well, he, he posted one. Okay, okay. How lame is it, Joe? How lame is it to not find a picture of the game or just say Tears of the Kingdom? He posted like a freaking Reddit score with the Gamer you know, Pro Magazine review, this, that. And I had to like dig down and like, what are you talking about? And like halfway down, it says Tears of the Kingdom is a game about, like, come on, Phil, stop being lame. And two, how you gonna come at me? It's like, dude, it landed on my doorstep like an hour ago. And you're like, how are you going to try to catch me slipping? All that being said, of course I pre-ordered this game. We'll talk about pre-orders in general. But, oh, hey, Shift Works, pre-order world. We're going to talk about that. Cool, cool. Uh, but I do look for freebies. Now, in this day and age, and I mean for the last decade, right, a game is a game price, period. You're not going to get $5 off here or fifty, you know, 15% off there. When a game comes out, it is set. At price, period. And we know it's full price. So if you find it at Amazon, Target, Best Buy, it doesn't matter. It's the same exact price. So I go see what freebies are going to throw in. 
Only two companies that I searched did freebies. I cannot honestly, I think it's, it's either Target or Best Buy. I can't remember which one. Target, mm. one of those two had something that was like, eh, it's whatever. It's a, it's a whatever. And then GameStop was the only other company that was offering a freebie. And GameStop, I'm not sure the size. I didn't write down like the size, but it looked like a little wooden plaque with some, you know, Tears of the Kingdom stuff etched on it or painted on it or whatever. Like, and I looked at my wife was like, "Hey, everything's the same. These are only two that I would shop at that actually have freebies with it." Which, which dink? Because they both were dink. Both of them were kind of dink freebies. Which dink freebie <laughs> do you want? And she goes, "Oh, the wooden thing kind of looks different." So we went with GameStop. So you got the dink freebie? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. And that's why I cannot dig GameStop anymore, man. I have, I have. They they have messed with me too many times. I'm like, look, I I, I don't really care. I probably would have been like, eh, it's okay. I might have left it on my little game station for a little while. I might have given it to kids. It's not about the Dinks thing. It's I chose your company and gave your company this money because of the Dink thing. And you shipped me the game. You and I got our game because I text you. I'm assuming you got your game the same day that I texted you the picture of mine. Uh- yeah, you got yours like four hours or five hours before sure, I got Sure, it's just mine. about shipping or mail, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. And, and Phil, I think he did digital, so he got his at midnight. So he, he got a little bit ahead of us, but not like days ahead, just hours ahead. So everybody in the world, well, presumably everybody in the world who pre-ordered got the game at the same time. What sets you apart from everybody else? The dink thing that you couldn't bother to put in the package <laughs> to send to me. So I don't yep. dig it. I don't dig it. GameStop, you're out. But Joe, in general, do you pre-order <laughs> games? Uh, not usually. It has to be something big to pre-order it. Um, I have gone to, no, this isn't a game, but I, um, when Harry Potter 6 came out, I went to a um, midnight release party at, oh, what was it, Hollywood Video at the time? Oh, I think. oh you're old. Was it Hollywood? Yeah, Hollywood Video know, was, was one. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if Hollywood Video had. Did they have? There was. There was. It was a video rental store, but they also had uh, a book section in it. And I. It might not have been Hollywood I, I don't, Video. Anyway, uh, regardless. Um. And and so I went to that party and um. And and I got got Harry Potter that day. Granted, that was uh, one of the ones where people were driving around and now luckily it didn't happen to me, but I, I heard stories of people driving around uh, yelling spoilers for Harry Potter six, like the big spoiler. If you haven't, I mean, it's been a long time, but I'm not going to say it anyway, but the big spoiler from Harry Potter six, <laughs> you're a trans uh, Harry. Uh, so that's JK rolling <laughs> joke. My bad. Uh, that actually leads to a question that I, I had, and maybe I'll switch from the manager and I'll save the manager for another time. <laughs> Joe is just, Joe is putting out personal story times. Like he's getting paid, yo. It's also awesome. So <laughs> pre-orders for me is straight up. There was a point in time where if I wanted, if I knew I was going to get a game, like any of the Lego games that came out, you know, Lego Batman's Lego Avengers, you know, I knew I, if I knew I was going to get it anyway, I went and found the pre-orders to get the freebies and, you know, plays into shift works here says I pre-ordered world of Warcraft usually for the extra items. And that's exactly what I'm looking for in game items, real world items, those kind of things. And cause 
I, you know, if I know I'm going to get it, I will, I'll pre-order it. Uh, or games that I'm really looking forward to and just want to play day one. Now that's how I do. I don't really pre-order a lot, but Marvel Midnight Suns, I absolutely pre-ordered the second I could, but also it's from one of my favorite distributors, 2K Games. I mean, I'm sorry, a uh, shift work gear, gear, gear. Oh my goodness. Uh, I think it was 2K. Anyway, it's, it's one of the two of the main people who made, um, Borderlands. I think it's, I don't think it's Gearbox. I think it was 2K. Uh, but I was like, okay, I already like to come. I've already gotten accounts with them. And so, of course, I logged in and, and got it because I got all kind of free in game skins. It doesn't really matter, but it made me happy. And I wanted to play it day one. I did a digital. So the second it, it hit midnight, I could download it. That one I did. Um, in this game, you know, my wife and I both knew we were going to play it. So that's basically when I pre order a game is when I know absolutely. I'm going to play it uh, because there have been a few times that not many, but there's a few times I regret going, I'm going to wait. I'm going to try this, this game out. And I liked it. And I'm like, man, kind of wish I'd gotten the freebies with it because those are cool freebies too. But you know, <laughs> the last, let me ask you this before we, we get off this topic. What was the coolest freebie? If you got one, what was the coolest freebie with a pre-order you ever got? Hmm. See, I haven't really gone out looking for freebies, so I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, because I, I, I can't think of a, a freebie off the top of my head that I've, I've gotten from, from something like that. Now, I have gotten like freebies before, but not from a pre-order. Like, for instance, um, uh, I used to be a moderator of slash r slash League of Legends on Reddit. And it was actually a bit of a controversy at the time, but um, the company that owns League of Legends, Riot, they sent the moderators, those that wanted it, a, a box of a couple of items. Um, and so I did get some freebies there. Like, uh, here, I'll, I'll be right back. That knows going to be showing tell time. That's okay. I am. So I got my a Timo hat, for instance, that they sent me in the mail. Okay. It's a hat from one of the characters in League of Legends. I don't know if you've played League of Legends, but not a second of it. But I, I, I used see to where that's cool. I used to play it a ton. And now is that was that a hat you could buy, or is that this kind of like an exclusive thing? Yeah, no, uh, you can you can buy uh, that at basically any League of Legends event live action uh, live event. Okay, um, but still, so. you got it. <laughs> first gotcha. Joe's a show for riot, <laughs> and, and that's basically what the the community said was, "Oh, the the moderators are shills for riot. They're they're in riot's pocket. If riot tells them to to take a post down, they take it down." Well, that blah, is the job. Uh, well, no, we weren't. We I we had connections with riot, but. I I don't know if other moderators did, but I literally never took a, a post down because Riot told me to. Well, okay, so if it's not an official Riot whatever, then yeah. Yeah, it's but not an official I Riot thought, yo, well, I, I was about to say, if, like, if it's an official Riot Discord or whatever group, then you know you are working for them. You have to do what they tell you to. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's a community-built community built thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We should actually put a question of the week into the bank of what's the – coolest thing you received by surprise and that could be uh, you know, well you birthdays whatever but for me for a pre-order game uh one of the coolest freebies i got was i pre-ordered lego dc villains i want to say is what it was 
And I'm pretty sure I got a real life uh, Lex Luthor. I think it's Lex Luthor. I know I got a real life Lego that came with it, plus a bunch of free in game coolness to go in the Lego game. Uh, but I think it was Lex Luger. Luger. Let's, Lex wow. Luger. Let's, did I go WCW? He's going to shoot you. <laughs> oh, my chair is sinking, and I hate that so much. Uh, so, Luther, Lex Luthor. So that was, that was really cool. I enjoyed that. Oh, you know what? There was one thing that I remember getting for pre-ordering. Um, my son this last Christmas wanted uh, the new Mario Ra- Mario Plus Rabbits, the second one. Uh huh. And we pre-ordered that, and it it wasn't a ton, or, like it wasn't anything like super awesome. But we did get um, some DLC codes for some um, weapon skins. Those were kind of neat. I got we you and I together pre-ordered Scarlet. What's the version we got? Yes, Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, yeah, so we got Scarlet. Scarlet, and it came with some codes for some free stuff in the game that I afforded you. I'm assuming you used it. Yeah, yeah, it was berries and a few other little odds and ends. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there's I, just little cool things. Is is fun. I mean, it was just normal berries. It wasn't berry folk, and if it came with berry <laughs> folks, folk. it would have been amazing. That would have been the best. <laughs> Roll <laughs> that dice. Ever. All right. Number five. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, why? Can, I, you know, I, I, it will get better. It will get better. It will get better. That's what she said. I would. I could. Uh, there <laughs> it is. Time for a commercial break. All right. We'll be back in just a minute. Donate to your daddy. Patreon.com slash wise in nerdy. Call your daddy. Leave a voicemail. Wise and nerdy.com slash call dad. All right. <laughs> We're back. And we, we want to do the dance party. I've enjoyed doing the dance party, Joe, uh, but uh, was unprepared and then ran into some difficulties in the break trying to get prepared. So we'll figure it out uh, as we go along. Joe, I do believe it's time to roll that dice. All righty, then. <laughs> uh, we already did that one. Number six. Okay. All right. I've got uh, this one. I did some <laughs> research for you. Uh, I will ask you, but it is uh, bad dad jokes. <sighs> Joe, what's blue? It smells like red paint. Ooh. What's blue and a Smurf? Blue paint, dummy! Come on! <laughs> Blue freaking paint! I don't know. Bad dad jokes. That's bad dad joke. Right there. Ah, Roll the dice, Joe. Alrighty then. Number one. Oh, oh, we get one. What are we nerding out about this week, Joe? What did we uh, pre-order together? <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom, of course. Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. 
Tears of the Kingdom, dude. 100%. Dude, you know what my favorite part has been so far in that game? What? That took me over four hours to get out of the tutorial. <laughs> That's what I love about it so far. It's just so, the world is so much more difficult and you recognize it, but you don't. And these things you learned that you were a master at the other game or, you know, ah, it's a little bit harder here. So it was different. And just working the multi-level, it was really, really, really cool. Uh, Shipworks has got a great idea. We need our own theme to dice. I like that. We need, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that I did. And I point out to my wife because, you know, in the first game, we played it multiple times. You can get out of the in, the intro, the tutorial, as it were. That's that's a very invisible tutorial. You don't necessarily realize, except it's like, go here and do that. That's the only thing that can show you, hey, this is a tutorial. Tutorial, I can't say it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, we we finally we played the first night. We had it for about three, three and a half hours. And the second night, we played uh, another three to three and a half hours. But about halfway through that, we got out of that one region and and could dr- dive off into Hyrule. And I pointed out to her, to her, I was like, "That's we're still in the tutorial." She's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're still in the tutorial." <laughs> what 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 are you loving yeah, about and, it? Yeah, until you get to the surface, you're still in the tutorial. Oh man, uh. It, there is a lot to love about it, um, but there's a lot, to be honest, that I'm missing from the previous uh, game. Really? Like what? There, There is. Well, and I don't know. Well, the ability to survive not, against the simplest enemies. <laughs> I'm missing that. I'm missing yeah, that from the last game. You're not wrong. Um, but like, I, I, I miss the old i missed some of the old buildings like i miss having infinite bombs for instance oh yeah 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 yeah. I did and, miss that. that was cool but it was, it was a crutch and, a little bit well yeah but and and you might who knows maybe down the line you get that maybe not there's I also, more spots for powers still I, yeah and i also miss the champion abilities Okay, so I wasn't um, I, sure if we started solving missions, if we might run into that. And we might. I haven't gone to it, later on. It says go to go explore these four specific spots. Yes, and I'm like, oh, I'm just exploring four the specific world now. Spots. Yeah. Um, so and so, gonna, yeah, we had the same thing. That's that's the next part of the story. A mission, and neither one of us are giving a crap to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and and it is super easy at the beginning to miss the paraglider. Um, initially I missed it. I did. I didn't pick it up and I actually, I streamed, uh, tears of the kingdom on Tuesday night Yeah. and civilian on base came out and he's like, Joe, go back. You missed the, the paraglider. Like what you get the you paraglider missed it. by opening up the first tower. Yeah. I didn't open the tower. Oh yeah. 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 So here's how I figured out there's a paraglider in the game. Cause I didn't know what they changed. We didn't know for the longest time. Is it the past? Is this the future? Is it an alternate universe? Cause it really feels like an alternate <laughs> universe, which I would be so down with Joe. Give me 15. See ya, shift works. Give me 15 different Zelda blank of the blanks, right? That series, but they all are the same game, just in different universes. So you can just change up the maps and the characters and just play it again. I am down, right? Uh, it is, it is the future, but I wasn't sure what we'd have and not have. What is different? And I found a shrine that instantly went, Oh no, I need a paraglider to beat this. I mean, literally, that's a fan and I can, I can fly up if I have a paraglider. So I, I just went back to the story and, and that's before you get to, it's before you get to the fine four places, right? 
Uh, but well, but you just kind of follow the storyline, and it takes you to the paraglider. I ended up finding Impa before I before I got the paraglider, and so but she gives the, you the paraglider. No, Impa doesn't. Pura does. Oh, yeah. Okay. Impa Impa's the really old lady. Yeah. Uh, and so that's I right, found right, Pura, and Pura, you know, spoiler alert. It's at the very beginning, but still mild spoiler. Impa takes you up into the air. And oh, yeah, so she's yeah, yeah. and she says, "Okay, I'm going to oh, stay wow. up here. You went you can, way off the beaten path if you get yeah, that yeah. first." And, and she goes, I, I, "I'm going to stay up here. You can go ahead and paraglide down. It should be easy." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, well, great, awesome. This is and what so I, I love about this game. You can learn the hard way." <laughs> and so I look around. I'm like. There's water way over there. There is no way I'm going to make it. Splat. Splat. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's at that point. Had you not unlocked faster? No, you don't unlock faster until you unlock the first tower, I think. You you unlock uh, fast travel while you're still up in the sky. Do you? I I thought you you had the. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because he goes, you're right. Right before the last thing is, oh, you can Mm -hmm. travel to blah, 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 blah. You're right. So, yeah, you know, you could have just fast traveled. You didn't have to splat. Yeah, well, I had an audience. They thought the splat was funny. Well, so. fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, so what's your what's your favorite part? I mean, yeah, I talked about my, my thing. I love you know, going through the tutorial and being hours long. Uh, there's a lot of stuff we love. We're going to keep talking about it. What is your, like, your number one favorite? Oh, wow. I'm glad they brought this. And this is a really cool moment or mechanic or whatever. Um, combining stuff, I think is going to be a lot like, so they, they, obviously there's combining to fuse weapons, but then there's combining stuff just to make stuff. I think that's going to end up being a lot of fun to see what I can make. Um, I've already seen a cup, a couple of pictures online of some crazy stuff that people have made. And oh, yeah, I see uh, I, have you I found think it's gonna the be temple crazy. that you make a go-kart and have to run around killing people in it? Definitely not. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. I can spoil it for you later if you want, because, but here's, here's, because it, well, it plays into this, right? I, I can't think of anything specific that you and I would have hit. I mean, we hit the, some of the same stuff in the tutorial, of course, but it's like, okay, we I, I don't want to memorize the, the temple, so I'd have to look at one and go, okay, I finished this one. Did you finish this temple? Yeah, okay, we both done the shrine rather than the shrine. And, okay, how did you solve it? Because you can literally come at a problem three or four different ways and they're all correct which makes gameplay for me and my wife even better than before because her style is different than my style and we did well as a team because i go, no you have to solve this puzzle by doing xyz and she couldn't see it but now we we saw a puzzle and i was like well i think you're gonna do xyz get up here and fly around the corner well she placed things differently and jumped around the corner saying got so her way and my way both worked you know, I love it. Oh yeah. So I was playing in front of my kids and one of the early shrines, um, like uh, when you're up in the sky and everything, it has you build a, um, uh, just a a little thing, a little, uh, how do I want to phrase it? Uh, like a, a, like a lift, a ski lift, basically with the hook and everything yeah, and yeah, you yeah. Mm-hmm. to get across a chasm. And my kids are like, Oh, you got to do that. You got to do that. I'm like, I know I do, but guess what? I'm not gonna. <laughs> and I, I just put a whole bunch of stuff together and I was like, look, a big bridge. And I, I just put that across. Nice. And so from then on, um, 
my kids and I were running around just yelling, big bridge, big bridge, big bridge, big bridge. And, and don't taste <laughs> me, bro. <laughs> And, and so uh, it, that that has now become a thing in our house when uh, when we're playing uh, Tears of the Kingdom is time to make a big bridge. I love it. Um, by by far. Now I'm with you. I miss the bombs. And in the first game, that's what I'm afraid of. So my wife and I have different tactics with the game. Uh, I will set targets for her in the game. Like here's five different shrines or whatever that we see heading that direction. And she will do you ever watch, read rather read the Sunday com, Sunday comments when you were a kid in the family circus and Billy goes all over the world to get to the backyard. Okay. That's, that's my wife in this game. It's like, <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna put one marker on the map, head towards that marker. Okay. Babe, you're going, you're going the wrong way. I'll get there. You're going turn around and she'll go like all around the way and we'll play for four hours and she won't get anywhere near the marker. So we also agree we can play separately, you know, so, um, cause she's at home a lot when I'm gone and actually at night, you know, during the week, whatever she's done. So anyway, um, I will, when I'm playing by myself, I will 100% focus on missions or if it's my turn, we'll also take oh, okay. turns playing the game. Sometimes we'll wander together. Sometimes like, okay, I've wandered for about an hour here. You play. And then I'll go, okay, now it's mission time. Um, but I'm, I'm, I still haven't got to the four spots to investigate. I started the other night and got sidetracked because I spent an hour building a car, figuring out how to build a car <laughs> so I could bring this stupid green stone around the whole lake to get it to where it needed to be to become a shrine, you know, and it just takes time. To, so, and you try and you fail in the center. Um, well, and, uh, with Breath of the Kingdom or Breath of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild, I, I actually, my first playthrough, I intentionally avoided the main quest. Like yeah, yeah, I said, yeah, of oh, course. oh, it wants me to go over here. Nope. Opposite direction. direction. Bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here's why I'm, I'm more or less trying to focus on some of it because the same thing. We went forever, not knowing there were guardian powers. Like I'm talking about days to maybe weeks going, but nope, that's the mission. We're going over here. Well, that's kind of a cool thing to look at. It's a giant elephant, but it wants me to go there. We're going over here. Or we didn't even know it was going to take us to the elephant. You know, cause you have to do like four missions before you get to the elephant, right? In breath of the breath of the wild. Yep. So, uh, that's what I'm kind of worried about here is like, well, what if I go ahead and knock out a couple of these story missions and then start discovering there are guardian powers. So yeah. And it'll, about, it'll make exploring a lot easier. easier like, exactly. Give us a Ruta, in man. Breath of the wild. You that jump from the Ruta. Dude, give me that. Yeah. Rivali's Gale. Yeah, yeah. You cannot touch me with that thing. I am definitely missing Rivali's Gale. And so there might be something there. But there the, might. The, yeah. the bomb powers, the bomb, it was great. And I do miss it. But I do love that. See, Niantic, here you go, Simon. Niantic could learn from this game. You want to encourage me to actually get more creative and do different things in this world? You encouraged me. You took away the bombs. I'm a little salty. But, oh, I can I can put a rocket launcher on the end of my sword and it explodes everybody every time I swing it. I did that. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> you, you can, oh, I can build a long bridge or I can fly this over or I can figure this other thing out. Oh, cool. I can just flow with the world. I dig that. You gave me great encouragement. But I tell you, dude, that going up through any solid surface. I oh, yeah. I, I am liking that a set. I just, that's my first thought. How, how do I solve a puzzle? Can I go up? Can I go up? Can I go up? Can I go up? Because then you go peekaboo. Oh, I don't want to be here yet. Bingo, right back down. I <laughs> love it. I love it. Yep. Um, the, and there's so many layers. Not only do you 
uh, forge weapons, which is kind of cool. I've learned a trick. You get one of those big, uh, sturdy, it's called a sturdy long stick. But then you, okay. whatever you, because the stick is sturdy, so it'll take a lot of beats. I will forge something. It's not called forge, but whatever. I'll forge something, fuse, fuse something fuse. to it. Yep. That thing will hit for a while for all the power and then break by some of my stick. So I find something else, fuse it. That I can, I mean, so I've used one stick fused onto like five different weapons because they break and it just keeps that. And then it doesn't multiply the power, but yeah, it's yeah. like four, whatever weapon you add to it adds to it. And, um, so yeah. many layers that the, the building or, it's crazy. or you take something that's, that's a, a trash base and you can attach one of those bomb barrels to it and then just throw it at the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Bomb plant. Well, there's the bomb plants, but then there's the red bomb barrels. Oh, oh, oh. and you're the bomb crazy. barrels. You crazy, you can fu- Joe? You crazy? <laughs> you can, I'm not you can fuse- bomb barrel. What's what wrong with you, Joe? So, so I I fused Nitro it glisten? to just. How about no, no, no? <laughs> I fused it to a tree branch and just threw it at the boat goblins. Did it work? <laughs> yeah, it blew up in their face. Okay. And and you can and you can throw weapons further than you can pick up the barrel and throw it. And, but it does destroy the weapon. At least oh my, yeah, my yeah. Experience. Well, that, 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 that's why. Right, but yeah, that's why you attach it to something that's trash. Well, not just the so, barrel. I mean, if you throw a weapon, in my experience, it shatters when it hits the bad guy. Uh, not a, always, uh, but yeah. But it depends on a the lot base of, or it, Yeah, it, t- it it takes a lot of damage. Uh, um, yeah. D- uh, have you found a para- paraglider cloth? Yeah. So, do you have the amiibos? Oh yeah, I, do. I have every okay. When I say I have every amiibo, what I mean is I went online back in Breath of the Wild yeah. and bought and the, bought the amiibo the cards. Card. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 I've got the the amiibo cards as well, and so yeah, I've been scanning those, and I've got I got a bunch. I haven't customized my paraglider yet. I need to, but I did get a bunch of those cloths to customize the I, paraglider. I figure, I figure it's just a customized thing, like the painting or the dyeing of the cloth in, in other yeah. before. Here's what I don't understand about the game. Like mentally about the story, and I'm hoping they'll explain it. Why is it so similar yet so different? Why is the why is the geography shifted just enough? Why are certain so, people in different areas that they weren't in before? So there has been a lot of time since Breath of the Wild, um, but in I don't know how much time, but there's been a, a decent I'd amount say of time. About Ten to f- 10, 10 to 15 years, give or take at least. Yeah. And then it, in addition to that, they, they call it the upheaval when right. you go so into you, the basement. Yeah, you, you like the, the, you like the Ganon yeah. ghost on fire. Yeah. So the upheaval caused stuff to come up from underground, but it also caused stuff to fall Off from the sky. The sky. Yeah. And so that the general layout is still the same, but it looks very different. I agree. Uh, it, it almost looks too different, in my opinion. So here's how I figured out it is in the future. Because I'm not going to Google it, and I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to spoil anything. I just want to figure it out for myself. I found one of my favorite towns, the town that we built, right, in Breath of the Kingdom. I believe it's Terrytown. I think it was okay, called. yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to call it Cake Town because it, it was right in the middle of the thing. It looked like a piece of cake uh, as we built it. Or, or big, Anyway, um, I it, my wife ended up finding it. Uh, she does a lot more exploration than I do right now. And we went back there and I saw, um, I forget his name, but the builder, I saw the builder guy and, uh, Bronson, Bronson, Bronson. Yeah. They all ends with son. Bronson. Yeah. Bronson. All the sons. And, uh, 
And you find out, this is not really a spoiler, and it's a little bit of a side quest, but you find out, so nobody else, some people recognize you, some people don't. Nobody's saying why or why not they recognize you. Nobody's saying how much time has passed. Like, Empa doesn't, Pura doesn't, but, but. According to Google, three to five years. Mm, let me tell you why it, I disagree. It, it doesn't. It doesn't seem. It seems like it should be longer. I agree. I, let me tell you why I disagree. I'll tell you in a second. It goes back to Bronson, but uh, Pura. Sure, if you remember, Pura basically looked like with the de aging, looked like a little kid. Now she's more of a teenager, young adult. That's kind of like okay, but not enough to let me know that this is actually in the future. But talking to Bronson. Well- well, and the amount of work that Pura had to do for all of the new towers and stuff, like that, and the that's towers more than are set three to five years. I mean, everything is different, so it's weird. So it's a little weird. So, but you talked to Bronson in Terrytown, and his side quest, he explains that he got married to the Gerudo uh, lady that was there. Yeah, um, she that that happened. If you took the right, quest line far right, enough, that the, happens. Right, we did the, the wedding. We did the wedding. You're right. Well, we did the wedding in Breath of the Kingdom. Breath they of the Wild. Have, yep. Breath of the Wild. They have a daughter who's coming of age, which is is they indicates around early preteens era, kind of like that that turning into a woman phase. And the way that pe- their people work is somebody's going to come pick her up because she shouldn't be around men until she's of of adult age or something. So she's going to go live in Gerudo Town, right, with all the other ladies. And so the side mission is, is that, but they talk about how she's coming of age for that. So not only did we did the wedding there, they've had this child and this child has grown up to be somewhere. I'm guessing cause I haven't finished that side quest, but going to a room, I'm guessing somewhere between eight and 12 years old, uh, maybe six, maybe six, but yeah, things have changed so fast in this game in five to six years. I love it, but it is, it is interesting. It is different. Yeah. Is that, was that Hudson though? Is Hudson. he the one that got married? Hudson, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, Hudson and Ronson or yeah. whatever the Rhonda's, wife's name is. Rondas, Rhonda, but they called her Rondason. Ronson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but, yeah. so they, I haven't gotten to that point. So they've got a do- uh, a kid. Yeah. And, and their it's kid really is a side quest. I mean, it's just one of the little red exclamation points, and you can pick it up when you talk to him and. Um, the side quest stories are, I, I'm digging those again. They do really good on fleshing out the world and writing an interesting story there. Honestly, the side quest stories are more interesting than those slow, but videos with anytime Zelda shows up, you might as well just go make coffee by hand. Like, I mean, grind the beans, stir it up, boil the water, come back and the clip is still running. I'm saying Zelda's slow. She's slow, man. <laughs> she can't get to the point for nothing. Uh, what so so yeah, I talked about all that. What's the 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 like oh wow moment for you so far? Um it's to be honest, it's probably the wings, the gliders that you just drop down and you can just ride. I was like, oh, this is different. Have I mean, you've got the paraglider, but but that oh, was before I got the paraglider, I hopped on it yep. and I was like, oh. And I can steer it if I just shift my weight to the different uh-huh. sides. And uh-huh. I thought that was pretty sweet. What do you think you can do with those? Uh, a, a lot, I assume. Make flying devices and stuff. How? Well, yeah, I'm sure there's rockets you can add to it. But I there are one, rockets. Yeah, and one of the shrines, uh, they had it already pre-built, so I know. You know, I did the same thing. Oh, if I but it's very difficult. It's like surfing. It's very difficult to steer it when you're moving on it. You can you can fuse a control stick 
add two fans to it, and if you put some battery packs on it, you can go for a very long way, man. <laughs> Alrighty then. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't found. Uh, so here's what I found as far as uh, fusible materials that are are have electronic components, I guess. So obviously the fan, because that's like the first thing you get. There, I've got the f- some flame emitters. Yep. I found the rockets. Okay. Um, and then the wings. Sure. And that's about. Right. Dude, there's motorcycle it, as far wheels. As, there's monster truck wheels. There's steering <laughs> columns. There's so you you've gotten balloons. way further than I have. Okay, not further. When I tell you, okay, you've play, explored a lot more than because I because my wife won't go in a straight line. And those charges, <laughs> those little charges you get, they're only good for putting in the bubble bobble machine. So you just dump the bubble your charges machine. into the yes. bubble bobble machine. If you dump in five at a time, you get like 10 of the machines that you just store. And that's how I've discovered a lot of it. And go find Terrytown. It's roughly this is similar geographic area as it was before. Uh, find Terrytown. Well, and have you used the interactive map at all? Online? Yeah. Nah, I I do that later when I'm trying to find stuff. Um, I have looked up like gear. I wanted the climbing gear, and I'm not going to wait till I find it myself. So I did look that up and went and got it. Well, I, I that was one of the first things I I found a lady that marked put X's on my map saying, "Hey, you can get climbing gear here. You can get barbarian armor so there. You can get." Here's the problem I have with that: is I will talk to people. My wife will not. So she's at the controls. <laughs> Ain't nobody marking nothing for me. So off to Google I go. <laughs> yeah. So, but the the uh, they had one for Breath of the Wild, and they've already got one put together for Tears of the Kingdom. The a an interactive yeah, map. Yeah, I that found it. I just didn't. If you do it. yeah yeah, um, and so I I try not to, especially early on. I I, I try not to 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 depend on it. I like I like I'll go to it and then I'll click none. So it doesn't show me anything, um, but it's basically the same map. So I could even just do that with the Breath of the Wild one. Yeah, there are some differences that I've noticed, but for the most part, the general layout's the same. Later on, when we're collecting, like, oh, we're going to finish out getting the shrines and see what we missed. I might look at it. Korok seeds when we're trying to get the golden poop. You know, I'll. I'll, That's (laughs) when I'll go to those maps. But typically, for the most part, how did you react? How did you react in Breath of the Wild when you found out that it was poop? I, I, I Googled it. Like, what do you get? Because we were at 180 of these Koroxies. Like, what do you give? You collect? How many are there? It's like 212. Not, no, there's 999. Oh, maybe we got up. Wait, maybe we're getting the five or 600 range in. But there's whatever, however many there are. I Googled at one point, how many are there? And I'm like, wow, that's a lot. And then I said, like, what do you get if you collect them all? And that's when it says gold poop. It just cracked me up. It cracked me up. <laughs> it was funny. Um, <laughs> So yeah, been loving, been loving Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I somebody on TikTok, you know how they do the videos. It was I don't know how oh. they did it, but they did a first, they did a 4K 60 frames per second version. It doesn't look any different than off of my Switch on my TV, honestly. Yeah, you know? well, it's, apparently it better looking. I don't. I, I'm sure it's already been beaten, but that first weekend. A speedrunner beat the game in 94 minutes. Oh, pfft. get out of here. I was like, what? Let me tell you. Let me that. Yeah, that's dumb. Uh, and let me tell you, I Googled it last night or the night before. There's roughly 40 hours of main storyline, 
20 to 30, 20 to 30, 20 to 25 hours of side quests, 20 to 30 hours of shrines and collectibles. And, and about a million hours of wandering around right. looking at but then cool stuff. Then there's one other thing that was measured. So it's roughly a hundred hours of gameplay. If you do just what they want, but then if you add like the way you, me and Aaron play and you're just wandering around, it's, it's, we're going to be playing this thing for a very long time. The graphics oh, yeah. is beautiful. They've definitely made it look better. And oh, the machines look, man. Well, I say I made a car. I'm not kidding. You can build wagons. I, I ran into some, some enemies that had a horse on a halter pulling a wagon and they had the guy in the back shoot me with arrows. So there's that, but there's motorcycle wheels. There are, Monster truck wheels that you can do. There are big rocket flying engines. There's all kind of stuff that you can build. Oh, yeah. Well, and one thing that I was I was a bit shocked at uh, when I came across my first. um, uh, What was it even called? Like a TELUS fortress, like the the bow coblins riding the TELUS. I was like, they're TELUS. I was like, wait, what? Fortress is built on top of what? Yeah. So, uh, but I, I ran underneath it. I clicked ascend. I went up in and just started hammering away on the little crystal nodule to, to kill the Telus. And you. I was, oh, but yeah, no. And, and I ran into a stone uh, Talus early on, and I was able to handle it pretty well. Um, but it made me think of the first, my first playthrough of Breath of the Wild, and the first time I ran into uh, <laughs> Talus and that moving, like what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, but I kept running around in circles trying to kill it, and I ran out of weapons before before, before I could it kill out. it. Yeah. Uh, well, no, and, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm not killing this thing. Bye. Uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, have yes. you? figured out uh the bonus you get from having already played through breath of the wild no there's at least one that i found i don't know if there's more but when you go to a a horse stable your horses are there from your playthrough i will have to check i i assume it has to be on the same the same profile as so if you if you played Breath of, of the Wild on the same profile, then yeah. But yeah, my, my horses were there. Dude. Okay. Bear with. I think you'll find it funny. <laughs> you'll find it funny. I hope they're they are. Because one, I like horses because they get you along or get you along faster. But I, I, I named one of my horses Jesus. You wanna know why? <laughs> you wanna know why? What? Because when I'm in a place that he can't come and I need a whistle, it goes, Jesus can't hear you. And it cracks me up. I don't know why it's so stupid, but it cracks me up when it goes, Jesus can't hear you oh, right no. now. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Um, so I will have to, t- I did go to a stable the other day, but I didn't even check for horses. I had not caught a wild horse. Oh, man. That's okay. We could talk about this yeah, yeah, forever, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we we're, we're running. We are running super late. In fact, we might need to skip some stuff tonight. Yeah, we don't skip anything. This show <laughs> goes right. as long as we want it to. Number three. All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to go with this one. Help me, daddy. <laughs> Help me, daddy. That sounds like he's so straight, like he's being held at gunpoint. Like, you better say this right. Help me, Daddy. That's not right. Do it again. Give me some more. Help me, Daddy. Help me. All right. Daddy decides. All right, Joe. Okay. We're going to decide this. Here's the situation. You either need to be somewhat large in size to make a lot of tattoos look good. Muscle or fat, no discrimination. Skinny fat covered in tats is not a good look. 
Okay. So, partner, for, for here's your what, two choices. A, tattoos are for you and their meaning. B, got to have some size or you just look like a druggie. <laughs> What's your hot take, daddy? Oh, man. I mean, tattoos are so subjective. So, and I... I I hate not. I wouldn't get tattoos anyway, but I also hate needles. So oh like, come on! Because it's so judgmental. We're gonna get you high. I'm not and saying, drunk and I'm tattooing you. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm judging people that get tattoos. Oh, I heard it. Um, you, you, you I've seen some butt faces. I've seen some amazing tattoos, and it's funny that you you picked this because my wife is watching Ink Masters right now. She's Nerds. going through. <laughs> Uh, and so yeah she's she's loving ink masters and there are some amazing tattoos out there just in general um i'm gonna say you gotta have some size or you just look like a druggie i'm going with with the the second choice there and i think the 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 last part of the question which says skinny dash fat means you went from skinny got a tattoo and got bigger and it, it stretched it out or whatever um, Ooh, I, you know what? To me, that would not be good. I don't know for me if it's about size. Now, I'm not with when, partner when Tweety a. becomes Big Bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Pikachu grows up and has a beer belly, he wants to take a Pikachu. Um, he, he's not Pikachu anymore. He's Chonkachu. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not Pikachu anymore. He's just peeping Tom goes to jail. Chew. Uh, so um, I'm not necessarily with part. Oh, yes, tattoos are for you and their meaning. You know what? Absolutely, hundred percent. You cannot see my ink. It is for me. I don't mind showing it off. And there's stories behind it because it's not the best ink in the world. It's not up to my standards, but it's a moment in time, and it still has meaning for me. Um, and I'm not opposed to having ink that you can see, but it has to be up to my standard. It has to be really high end, and this and the other. Um, but it, to me, it just. I follow a lot of tattoo channels on, on TikTok because these are some of the most amazing artists where it looks like a patch is on your skin or the animate, not like it doesn't move. They do have tattoos that move, by the way, but not like those, but they have an animated <laughs> character that looks like somebody, like the artist drew it and painted it and it just lasered it on your skin. People who can do that kind of level of amazing, uh, I believe the sound on TikTok is ah, 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 art, you know, but uh, they can do that, <laughs> right? Um, that's for me where it has to be. Um, I, I kind of with partner B the, the people, the bad tattoos just do. They make you look like a druggie or, I mean, just makes you look, I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's so many that when I look at it, I'm like, that is so dumb, but um, so, there, there, there's some that are just amazing, but there's, uh, people that just okay so i'm I'm not gonna lie i'm 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 a little judgmental of people that have a ton of face tattoos like you have one face too i'm tattooed i'm judgmental of you man come on yeah yeah my my uncle had a a a yin yang with a panda on his thigh i thought it was pretty cool looking why his thigh i have no idea but it it, I, it looked good. You I know, it. It was um, cool. we, we have tatted all of our kids their entire lives, right? We get the, uh, the, uh, uh I almost said iron on tattoos, but that's not right. The, uh, <laughs> the, temporary, the temporary tattoos. And I've never been one for like a calf tattoo, but it was a larger, I, I mean, it really was a, a decent sized 
uh, temporary tattoo that we'd gotten of this. The way they did this tiger was like the missing pieces. So you see the stripes and kind of the face and you can tell it's a tiger, but it's, it's not just fully drawn. It was really cool. And he wanted it on his leg, which he's a kid. I didn't care. So we, we did it, but my wife and I both agreed like, that actually, that actually looks really, really good. If I could get an artist to do a bear, because you know me, I, the bear is my spirit animal. If I can get an artist to do that style of bear, I'd put that on my leg. You know, well, so and then there's. Have you ever watched Ripley's Believe It or Not? I'm sure you have. I, I know back in the day, it. yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It makes me feel weird. They, I don't like it. Yeah, they did one where it was a segment on just crazy, not even just tattoos. Like it was a body modification. A lot of it was tattoos, but there was this one person who um, had tattooed scales all over his body and I, then yeah, had his tongue surgically yep. cut in half. And like he, the he was a lizard or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then there was one who decided he wanted horns. And so he would get um, coral because coral is primarily calcium. Okay. And so he'd get coral and have a doctor inject it yeah. underneath his scalp and your body will take that calcium apparently and replace it with with quote unquote living calcium aka bone. Okay. And he was he was slowly building it up and then he was going to cut the skin away and sharpen his horns. I was like oh that that well Good luck riding a motorcycle uh, in states that require you to wear helmets. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's that's bad. I do, I do kind of feel like ultimately tattoos are your own thing. But I clicked, I clicked on the uh, choice of of uh, you have to have some size. Uh, we're in the minority there. Seventy five percent of people chose tattoos are for you and their meeting. I'm not surprised. I'm it, not either. But you have I, I mostly, as many people as I have in the I field. mostly picked this picked the second one to to be controversial. I mean <laughs> so. I I'll give you that. But let me tell you how many people have stupid Chinese symbols on them that, that don't they don't understand what it means. <laughs> how many people get their, And they've get got their, the wrong one. Yeah, they get things with I, I go around I might actually get this on purpose. I've I always and I never say no regrets. I always go no regrets. Every time I say something like I don't, I have no shame, <laughs> and I, I'm kind of thinking about doing a no regrets tattoo because most people get that they're trying to get no regrets and they get it when they're drunk or they can't spell or whatever, right? Um, but yeah, so many people get so many dumb tattoos. I, it yeah. just, it's just, I don't know. It, it's just whatever. Uh, you can call mine dumb and sure, whatever. But you know what? I got some muscle and some fat, so I got my tattoos. Screw off. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm not Star Lord. I didn't say that for it. We're good. It is It is now time for what you've changed up five times now. Personal wow. story time. Personal. It's true. I, ha- I have changed this like five times so based on go. what we've been talking about. So uh, you mentioned J.K. Rowling earlier, and she has become something of a controversial figure. Yes. So I, I actually I had this written down and I, I wanted to talk about this anyway. But what are your feelings on consuming entertainment where an actor, a director, a writer, you know, someone involved in the project has done something controversial or something you consider horrible in real IRL in real life. Can like uh, digital creators, podcasters be included in this? Sure. 
Uh, so about 40 minutes ago when Joe Ard was a shill for Riot Games, <laughs> that, that was, I can't, I can't, Joe. You have a, we have a standard to hold on this show, but, sir. But I have a Tebow hat. <laughs> um, you know what? Honestly, Kevin Spacey, right? Uh, I have, the man is actually, I thought was a genius actor, you know, and, and just if he was in a movie, I'd watch it. it. It was almost always impactful. The reason I say I used to think he was a genius actor is most of his roles, he's this villainous kind of creepy, manipulative guy. Well, turns out in real life, he's kind of this villainous, <laughs> creepy, manipulative guy. And while I... It didn't take away what I got out of the films before. And, you know, if, if, if like my kids or somebody said, Oh, let's watch this film. I wouldn't be against it because it sh- the film should be judged on its own properties. But I have no problems with the fact that he will never work in Hollywood again. I do have a problem that he's not maybe being held responsible for some of the stuff he's done. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, that, that was, that was mine. I just, I just, I don't know, man. Couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so I'm sorry. Uh, depend on that. All that news broke, and the truth came out. Because I was at first, I was like, "Wait, wait, let's find you know nobody jump on the bandwagon." As I always, just like stay off the bandwagon. Let's just wait and see. And then, of course, then more and more came out, and then it was proven to be true. And and this and I was like, "Okay, well, that all broke." And I hadn't seen Baby Driver at the time. I really wanted to see Baby Driver. It's mostly not about Kevin Spacey. Mostly it's about the driver and the heist and everything else. And I did what? There's no more rolling the dice. We do that in another segment. No, my bad, my bad, All my right. bad, dude. Those dice are loaded. You better be careful. <laughs> uh, but so I watched Baby Driver after understanding who Kevin Spacey is, and while it did actually change how I see him, like he plays yet another villainous, manipulative character. Uh, but I was like, eh. it really kind of like. Yeah, didn't ruin the movie. Still enjoyed the movie because he had a smaller role in it. But absolutely, I'd be like, yeah, no, he he doesn't he doesn't need to work anymore. Yeah, well, and I'm not gonna lie, I I sometimes go out of my way to avoid hearing celebrity opinions, okay, simply yeah. because I don't want it to color how I view their presentation because. There are some very, very, very talented people in the world that are just complete scumbags. Like, let's let's just be honest. Yeah. And so um, there are times when I will intentionally, like, I'll see clickbait articles. I'm like, nope, nope. I don't want to know. I do not want to know. Um, but then, uh, you know, some stuff does get through the crack and I'm like, oh that's really awesome. Uh, some stuff like for instance, Mark Wahlberg, everyone knows that he had a checkered past, especially as a teenager. Yep. Like, I don't, he, he's made There's no attempt of hiding that or story anything of him. And I believe his brother and some other people chasing an African American gentleman out of their neighborhood with a bat. Um, so yeah, he's absolutely had a, a, a bad past. Yeah. Yeah. He has, he, if I remember correctly, he ended up in juvie and everything like that. Um, and there was one in particular where he 
I don't know if he was convicted, but he, he basically he did a he it was a hate crime. No, you know, the, yeah. I, can't remember, I don't think it was the one that you're talking about because I think it was an Asian person, the one that I'm thinking of. It might be the same one. I might have mixed up. It was um, a, it was an it was a race that was that he is not a part of. Yeah, um, but he they him and and his crew ended up beating the person and causing permanent damage, and um, he has since apologized to the person, and the person has publicly stated that he accepts the apology and doesn't hold it against him that people change that he was a dumb teenager and and people every i don't know four or five years people try to come after him and cancel him for his past and he just ignores it and and i love to see that um i i i'll be honest again i try to avoid knowing too much about what people are saying these days but my perception of him is that he's a pretty stand-up guy these days. Um, and, and I, I, I try to give people a measure of grace, you know, and realize that people are always changing. I don't, I don't want to judge people based on who they have been because they could very much be an amazing person later regardless of everyone makes mistakes. And so while I'm human and I'm going to, I'm going to judge people. It just, it happens. Um, I try not to let it color my perception of the product that they create. Um, you know, assuming that, you know, they didn't turn out to be like Hitler or something, you know? Um, but (laughs) it, there, like I said, there are a ton of, of scummy people out there that are amazingly talented. There are athletes that are amazingly talented, but their personal life is a mess. Um, and that doesn't change that they are crazy talented, but it can yeah. change your perception. Um, I'll, I'll give you a little more controversial or, or less controversial, depending on how you, you look at it, I guess. Yeah, because uh, mine I, could be very controversial. I don't, I, you know, one, it's up to you, like you, the individual. I'm not going to stop anybody, you know, go, well, in the 90s, like, shut up, celebrities. We don't pay you for your thoughts. But, but at the same time, if you have a platform and you feel like you need to inflict change on the world, use your voice. Uh, so I, in that point, it's like, there's a lot of people I like. I like Chris Pratt movies. I do not want to hear his right wing religious thoughts. I just don't, but that's on me. And I'm like, Hey, cool. I'll watch your movies and not, not, and a lot of people agree with him. And it's not about that. You know, I don't agree or disagree. It's like, no, I, I want to see you hunt down dinosaurs or aliens or some, <laughs> or, or be star Lord. And that's why I, I, but if I flip on an interview, you're talking about, you know, your religion. Okay. I, it's up to me to skip past it. Uh, mostly the same with politics, uh, mostly the same with any kind of, uh, issues at hand. Yes. Use your voice. I'm not going to hate on you for it. I'm just going to slide on by. Oh yeah. I, I think, I think too many people put too much stock in the opinions of celebrities because the, for the most part, these are not subject matter experts. They're people voicing their opinion. And oftentimes before, especially if it's a controversial thing that's, that's happening in the news. Yeah. A lot of times they voice their opinion before the facts are even known. And I'm like, was that smart to weigh in on that? Uh, but you I know, mean, all publicity is good publicity, I guess. Or, you know, 
is weighing in on these topics when you don't know what you're talking about. Just talking to yourself. That's it for yeah. the show tonight. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I did it right tonight. Follow these nerdy dads on social media. Charles at Rock God of Podcasting. Joe at Joe underscore hard. WiseandNerdy.com. And remember, they may not be your father, but they will always be your dad. 